Have you seen this? If your retinas are still bleeding, then you have just seen the candy-colored chaos that is 2008's Speed Racer. Welcome to Have You Seen This? The world's only podcast about obscure, overlooked, and misbegotten media. All discussions will be spoiler heavy. You have been warned. That's right, King. That's right. (laughs) And what a movie. Yeah, yeah. I would would describe uh, Tim's official expression as scarred (laughs) right now. I have seen every color. I can say that now. I feel like... I have this microphone in my hand. I feel like yelling into it in a foreign language and jumping up and down in front of a green screen. Well, the the question that I put to Paul after we finished watching it was, if you had a chance to make the Speed Racer cartoon as a movie, like how else would you do it than this way? There's no other way. There's no Zack Snyder version of this. <laughs> Thank where, Christ. Where, where it's all gritty and, and real yeah it's like the wire or something <laughs> well, just, there's just no other way i gotta say this and um people who listen to the show and people who've been friends with me for a long time know that i am the a plus number one hater um i usually hate <laughs> stuff that a lot of people like only, it's yeah it's the only a filthy thing you hate habit more is yourself i'm ashamed of it but this is a movie that is the kind of thing that normally i would just fucking hate and instead, I fucking love this movie. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's Agreed. I am. I ride hard for this thing. And we're not the only ones. There are a, a surprising number of us out there. Well, you were, I believe that you were on board from the beginning, 2008. Pretty, pretty, pretty much. I, I, um, I should discuss, I, I really want, was excited to tell this story and I'm going to. I'd like to tell it before we get into the movie itself. Oh, by the, the way, the first folks, time I saw this thing, right? Yeah, we are here with um, occasional guest and friend of the pod, former comic Paul J. Um, we are in once in future, baby. Right? Yeah. We're where are we? Uh, Homeby Hills. Uh, we are on the <laughs> former Michael Jackson estate. We are in the very room where the King of Pop took that last dose of uh, propofol. We're in, a, I think we're in um, we're Russell's in the tri- old room. Yeah, we're we? in. Yeah. I thought uh, this the was Anaconda the, Pen, isn't this what? I yeah, this we're was in the uh, Troy McClure house. <laughs> we're in the. Uh, Up on uh, the hillside. Um, the playroom. We are surrounded by poorly maintained saltwater fish tanks. And, <laughs> and the uh, beautiful San Fernando Valley skyline. But yeah, it's been a while since uh, Paul has been on the show. Um, Real heads know that he came on to talk about uh, the Paul Lind Halloween special, which was very fun, as well as um, the the Wizard Wizard of of Speed Speed and Time. Time. And this kind of, yeah. Boy, that was was something. It is really something. Not to to be forgotten. Share some DNA with Speed Racer, I want to (laughs) say, just in terms of you watching it for 20 minutes and being utterly exhausted. Well, Mike uh, Mike Jill. Love is out there right now, you guys. Mm. Maybe nearby. You should have had him on. I so him. be he careful. Out, is he outside? <laughs> I don't know. He might be. Is if he, he in the room with us right now? If you mention his name three times, he shows up at your door <laughs> and takes you on a delightful <laughs> behind-the-scenes tour and refuses uh, to join the union. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we had to get Paul back because um, 
he is the number one ride or die for this movie. Um, there are more and more people who are like, hey, you know what? Like, what was up with people not liking Speed Racer? That, you know, I thought it was pretty good. And it's like, okay, well, where were you in 2008? Because this movie did not make back its money. Nope. Um, yeah, Larry and Andy Wachowski never made another movie after no, this. No, we haven't heard from them in a while, have yeah, we? Yeah, uh, <laughs> strange. We're going to get all the way into that whole <clears throat> situation. But um, yeah, I fell in love with this movie, I should clarify, the second time I went to see it when the only people in the theater were me alone because no one would go with me. And a <laughs> Look, few... I, I'm sorry, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Still mad. Uh. And a few, a few rows away, a family of five, like a mom, a dad, and three kids that were between like seven and 12. And it they... wasn't a mom. It wasn't a mom, a dad, a chimp, a small <laughs> child, and a, uh, a get, boy of undeterminate age. I didn't get a great look at them. It could have been. But, yeah. Yeah. but it the, could have been a, yeah. a chimp and a nine-year-old in a trench coat. <laughs> the, the, the point is that no one was... Oh, the only people in this theater were me and them, and I was like, oh, God, if they wandered in here by accident. But they had they had a great fucking time. They The entire family was just on board from start to finish, they loved it. It was very sweet. And I, seeing the entire movie at in, in one go, was like, oh, okay, I get this now. It is a shame that other people didn't get this. But the first time I went to see it, or tried to go to see it, I went to the Howard Hughes Center IMAX screen with my then-girlfriend, now-wife, and we got absolutely destroyed. <laughs> On pot cookies beforehand. Hmm. Now, just a typical day for Paul. Well, right. he, this <laughs> it was this, a Wednesday. It doesn't happen anymore because I've learned my lesson. But like, and like, this is 2008. This is not just before uh, pot edibles had dosages indicated on the wrappers. This was before pot edibles had wrappers. I bought. Right. I bought an. I bought an. Buy the ticket, take the ride experience. Oh yeah! I bought an unmarked cookie from a man, (laughs) and just had to guess at how much of it I should eat. And my guess was all of it, which turned out to be incorrect. And we go in. We go into this movie, and it it starts. It the weed just hits us like a truck. Shortly after we sit down in the fucking IMAX theater. And we last about, I don't know, 20 minutes into it. I, I honestly couldn't even tell you how long we made it into it before Jen had to leave. That, that's about how how far I made it into it. And I was stone cold sober. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. I had it's a similar wild. expression yeah. when I saw the Polar Express, but I watched the whole fucking thing. Oh, yeah. That was your that was your mistake. Oh, yeah. You I ended up in the fucking hospital. You didn't. And that's not a joke. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Edibles as well? Is that when I... you forgot your name? Yeah, I thought I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> I remember... That's a normal reaction to the Polar Express, I think. Oh, yeah, I remember looking at my driver's license and crying and saying, is this me? I don't oh, know who this is. <laughs> but yeah, like um, in 2022, um, you can have a much better time on Edibles. It's way easier to calibrate the experience. Yeah, yes. it's it's way, it's way easier to avoid um, having to leave your car at the theater because you are too wasted to drive home, which is what I had to do. I had to take a cab back there the next morning 
and pick up my car. Uh, it was it was ridiculous. So I only so you liked the movie. So well, yes. I, I didn't know what I had seen because what I saw made no sense. Sure. Yeah, I, the the human mind is not ready to comprehend such a color palette as presented by Speed Racer. No, and and like and especially that opening <clears throat> that opening race where it's jumping backwards and forwards and sideways in time. It is an and onslaught. It's, it's it's I it's watching it sober and being able to pay attention to everything. I think it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Love I, I love I love the way that whole thing flows together. It's a stupid amount of exposition packed into that that little that little chunk uh, but but yeah 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 when i was on so many edibles i couldn't even see it did not work but yeah well, in, yeah and in, like i said like i mean it is exhausting to like be assaulted with that much and you were just watching it on a tv right like, <laughs> imagine imagine you're sitting in the largest movie theater in the world right and it's just like inescapable it's filling your field of vision it was ridiculous i can't look away it's yeah. a sin yeah but then but the, yeah like i said then i i i uh, like a week or two later I was like I need to try that again because I don't I don't know what I saw or right. whether I liked it or not the face so, of God for all so, you know yeah, right. yeah so I went I went back and that time I was like oh oh this is fucking great okay sorry everybody yeah yeah and um fast forward to now we were coordinating this get together to view the movie and which, record which tim has never seen Jen. right this yeah. is tim's first time yeah. um and his uh brain has melted out of his skull <laughs> exactly tim, tim can't even sit all the way up straight right now he's I sort just, of yeah, yeah that's typical am... tim though okay. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't like to expend the energy to be upright usually it's, that's it taxes i him just severely. want you to know this is how much i think of you <laughs> that I will not bother to sit up straight in your presence. <laughs> but as it happened, yeah. we were coordinating this get together and uh, Paul was musing in the group text, um, you know, we could microdose you guys before we watch <laughs> like, it. I think the Although, movie microdosed us. Like, listen, yeah, cause, it's a hat on a hat. Come on. Paul, the next you know, thing yeah, Paul said yeah. was like, oh, although maybe that might be a little much for your first time watching it yeah. um yeah paul on the other hand being uh, an advanced psychonaut uh <laughs> before we sat down to watch the movie he pulled out a mason jar full to the brim with psilocybin mushrooms and slowly and systematically ate the entire fucking thing and in fact i can see a little bit of glowing light right around his the area of his third eye yeah the afterglow right mm-hmm. yeah that's the best part yeah i'm, I'm my, my limbs are only just now rejoining my body he's uh, done this before <laughs> um this is only the second time i've seen this i really yes oh man okay i saw this uh stone sober mm-hmm. over uh, thanksgiving weekend at a at a friend's place at an undisclosed location in california <laughs> and like right. i said normally the kind of thing that i fucking hate um the era of green screen filmmaking which was inflicted upon us by george lucas yeah with the phantom menace um not a lot of scenes of people just sitting on a couch in this (laughs) i'm amazed and even the ones that there are are usually heavily composited in one way or another they find a way to make it interesting yeah yeah and then they do 12 more things to it yeah i mean that's that that that's like people people looking at this movie and going god look at all these mistakes have the wrong uh, idea about the whole thing because like green screen technology wasn't perfecto mm-hmm. in 2008 doesn't fucking matter but but this, doesn't fucking this, matter. this this what this movie does with it is deliberately bizarre 
on purpose from start to finish. In it, fact, whether or not you like it is an open question. <laughs> right, yeah. But this is how they intended this thing to look, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, getting back to you know the initial premise, it's like if you had a chance to make Speed Racer as a live action movie, <laughs> what else? What other choice is there? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do the live action version of a multiplane cam animation camera. <laughs> In shots. Why the and fuck just, not? Yeah, let's do the blurry backgrounds behind people who are jumping. Faithful um, to the original, right down to the chimp. Pretty much. Yeah. I would go so far as to say that Lana and Lily Wachowski are twice the director that George Lucas is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, we were we kept bringing up the pod race while we were watching this thing. Yeah. Like, Look at all these things that this movie is doing that the pod race also did, but not well. Like yeah. there, are, there are more than a few moments that are shared between the two things. And I think and, I've talked yeah. about it on the show before, um, but a lot, it seems to me, um, when I look at you simpletons, that um, <laughs> okay. when like I see gaze people... gaze into your dead cow-like eyes. <laughs> right. When I see people talking about how like, eh, the prequels are actually really good. No, no, oh my no, God. They're, no, they're not. Um, they're not. I see people projecting all kinds of things onto them which are not in the original text. Like they extrapolate, you know, a whole backstory between like Obi-Wan and Anakin, like all these emotions which are not in the film, all this texture... Mm -hmm. Not there. And it's not like this movie is astonishingly deep, but it it's has... As deep as an anime can get. <laughs> but it is so fucking sincere. So sincere. In a way that really That's, sells it. That is that is apart a, a from any of the visual stuff, I think the thing people are least prepared for when they watch this thing. It, this, it's, it's, not, it's not making fun of its source no. material at all it's just is fucking it going for adaptation it. yeah, yeah. Well, and it and when it comes down to like really emotional moments like the first time i saw this there were a couple of parts that just wrecked my shit well that's like, that's why because i mean they have like a-list actors in this they have you know susan yeah. sarandon in a albeit minor role smaller than the monkeys <laughs> Um, but I mean, you have John Goodman in, who you know mm -hmm. is a stalwart. Mm -hmm. and this movie does not pass the Bechdel test. Uh, <laughs> is there Bridal like a... and Chim Chim at no point talk to each other about anything else except Speed Racer. It's... <laughs> Are they both women? I <laughs> <laughs> will cut this. I mean, uh, as, an, as an animal and a boy, they're functionally women. That's like, true. You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they, they don't pa essentially powerless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like uh, Tim, did you? like the movie or where uh, did you where are you landing on this i mean i think that really uh, the worst that anyone can is allowed to say about this movie is i'm glad that it exists <laughs> which long for the fences right <laughs> yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah i i have a long history of of sticking up for movies that do that that ultimately don't work but but try something Right. Go, yeah. go for something that no one else has gone for. And maybe in the process, they show why no one should go for it. And that's fine, too. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah like I, what I said to Tim about this movie before we watched it was you've never seen anything like it and they will never make anything else like it ever again. <laughs> this was a one time deal. Yeah. Well, just be glad that you got to see something <laughs> like this. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of went off the Wachowskis a little bit sometime after Matrix Reloaded. Sure. Fair enough. Sure. I think a lot of people did. Um, I know that uh, people in this room will depart with me on uh, Matrix Resurrections, which I fucking loved mm. with every fiber of my being, which had me crying. 
We are going like to baby. we are going to agree to disagree about that. Someday yeah, I will long, be vindicated. Long conversation that we're gonna not have right now Look, about, but when about our, how 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 I felt about that fucking movie. S- stay tuned for our four hundredth episode and we'll revisit <laughs> Matrix Resurrection. A movie that has already been mostly forgotten by mostly everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's kinda wild. And, I'm right and in that's the other thing too is that we do see I mean, we saw like a lot of you know, I think what I call it like sort of inside baseball bullshit in Matrix Resurrections that we don't see in this. Like that's sort of like uh, I don't know, like industry cynicism. The, the winky, the winky shit. The, right. Yeah, uh, but, look what we're doing. Nah. Okay, but yeah, I but this, this yeah, movie no played thank, it straight. No thank you. I have to say this. Um, now, do you? One, yes, I do, because it's it's my fucking show too, Tim. I mean, he's always half. trying to silence women. It's just what he does. <laughs> look, if he had some better opinions, I wouldn't need to. Uh, typical man. <laughs> typical white cis male bullshit. Tim's right all the time. Tim does not pass the Bechtel test at yeah. all. No. I, I, <laughs> Cut his mic. Cut his mic. <laughs> Men don't talk anymore. No offense, Paul. Uh, that's um, fine, I get it. No, the thing I was going to say about Speed Racer is that if they had gone like the heavy irony route where it was like, hey, <laughs> look, at this, look at this dumb shit. Like, it's this fucking right. stupid ass anime that had like, it was like two frames a second, you know. Mm. Um, if they had gone the deep irony route, I would have hated it because I hate that kind of like, cool detachment where it's like yeah like we're so fucking above this material um i kind of appreciate the fact that they were like yeah like it's gonna be corny but we don't give a well, fuck well there's something there's it's like you asked us to make a speed racer movie this is the speed well, racer movie well that's not entirely accurate no one right asked <laughs> them to do this they I, they no, said this they said, is what we're doing. Said, we yeah. made three fucking Matrix movies for you. Right. This is the one for us. <laughs> well, the thing is, this movie had been in development development right. hell since like the early nineties. Really, like, there was a point when Whoa. fucking Johnny Depp was attached to <laughs> it <laughs> to play Speed Racer. Oh man, imagine if a so abusive muttering. maniac yeah. was cast as Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> God, that would have been awful. Speed, no. <laughs> Um, Put the bottle down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad he didn't choke in the final race. <laughs> God damn it. Fired. You're, you're fired from your show. Get out. Not the first time. What's, uh, what's Emile Hirsch up to these days? Whole lot of nothing, as far I, as I can tell. I mean, maybe we could have him on. I mean, he's, he's, maybe without Jen around. He is... I've, I'll wear um I'll wear a protective uh, yeah there you go I think he's been he's been he's been persona non grata to pretty completely as far as I can tell and but, also even apart from his choking women thing he <laughs> was he was in this movie which was probably not great for his career yeah more as, importantly as things turned out and sadly. it is interesting too that um he kind of fills in that um uh he fills in as a sort of blank slate darling of the Wachowskis. As yeah. a protagonist. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Like, I could see young Keanu fitting right in in here yeah. if he wanted to do something like this. That yeah, same yeah. vacantly pretty expression. Yeah. Yeah. Emil Hirsch in this is delivering, like, somewhere in the bottom third of the performances in the yeah. entire movie. Like, he's he doesn't he doesn't have much to do except, like, frown and be almost de- de- determined yeah, and, and go, what? like he's 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 fine, but he's getting he's 
kind of getting blown off the screen at every turn <laughs> by yeah. almost every single other actor he shares a scene with, including yeah. the monkey. I mean, I, I think there is a part like after they're going through um, what like Royals and in Industries where like then they introduce Speed again. I'm like, oh, I forgot he's in this. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, he's still hanging around, huh? Right, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. The guy, the guy who drives the car. Just Good, you're a, here. Yeah, yeah, not the most. Yeah, not the most dynamic fellow, which is too bad. Yeah, but. and especially because like this is a, a cast that's really hitting on all cylinders. Like they can sell, so to speak, this corny fucking dialogue. Yeah, like they're they're like not just okay because you know how there's like um, in movies that are all about like heart and getting up and trying again and giving it your all there's always like a a speech Mm. moment where it's like hey like you know i gotta tell you why this matters there's like two or three of those in this movie there's a lot and then they repeat a bunch of them at the end yes (laughs) all of which are completely sold by the actors delivering the speeches john goodman susan sarandon matthew fox even fucking even fucking emil hirsch at one point yeah yeah i mean that that is that is Something that Emil Hirsch does keep up with everybody else on is the the total unwinking commitment to what's going on. Especially you because he's probably saying it to a ping pong ball on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Which takes God. yeah, no small effort. Yeah, Jesus. The amount of acting opposite nothing that everybody in this movie had to do. There's, and, a, there's a shot in this thing where Royalton puts his hand on Emil Hirsch's shoulder and it is clearly... Two different shots on two different days. That's someone's hand coming in. I don't know whose, but they couldn't keep both of them in focus. So they had to shoot (laughs) Emil Hirsch and the hand. And then they had to shoot Roger Allen. He's the best hand model in the business. Yeah. And there is like, there's so crazy. There's that um, big fight scene in what the second of three races that is just (laughs) like, you can clearly see it's just a dozen people dicking around on a green screen. It is the most green screen shit. It is, it's it's like, like I said, not even trying to make it look like anything but cell, like anime cells. It's a manga style fight scene. Yeah. 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 with, With like, like mangas have those perfectly detailed backgrounds and then these super cartoony characters slapped over them in a way that is yeah, barely just, physically connected. Flat slate and it's like, all right, yeah, we'll yeah. just dance around in front of that. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. And one thing that <laughs> it doesn't the, matter. does what it needs to do. Yeah. And one thing that the best this manga... This is the look we're going for. <laughs> now, I'm not, a, I'm not a weeb or anything, so don't accuse me of that, but one manga of the, thing, one of the things that the best manga artists do is like really sell action Mm -hmm. and that's what that scene is and so much of this movie is and it shouldn't work as well as it does because it's just like (laughs) it's just like you're going in 12 million directions at once fucking batshit from beginning to end but you can follow it that's the yeah yeah that's what that's exactly what i was gonna say is that is that you can you can it it all reads it all tracks it's just, it's just what is happening is crazy, but they figure out a way to 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 make sure you see the important stuff. There are parts of it that are full on Matrix revolutions, just clouds of metal shards coming at right. you in a, in this Jackson Pollock way, and it's like it doesn't even matter if you understand what's going on. The point is to be overwhelmed, or super balls, or animated zebras, yeah. or just swirls <laughs> of light and color. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like when we were talking in our episode about House, 
It's yes. maximalist, where it's just like, let's just throw as much as we can at the screen because that's what we're here for. Yeah. 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 I, 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 there, there's so... F- I, I love the few movies that are like this, that go for it this hard. They are... Few in number, and they are precious to me. I was trying. I was trying to list them off in my head while we were watching this thing. Like uh, Dick Tracy, Warren Beatty's Dick Tracy. Sure. Is, yeah. Also, another highly successful. Is it? Oh, yeah. Did, <laughs> it, did great. Yeah. We, we're all familiar with the four or five sequels that they made. And, right. Yeah. Uh, really launched Madonna's acting career. Yeah. Every everyone did awesome. Uh, D- Dick Tracy, honestly, the the sedate version of something like this but still a candy colored madness town compared to almost every other movie that was coming out at the same time paul come back on and talk about dick tracy have you uh, uh, gladly <laughs> i love i love dick tracy i think that's a that's a fun ass movie that fits perfectly in here uh but also also uh ang lee's hulk is another one right and mm-hmm. one which uh people really did not fucking like that was before they'd recall. really nailed down the language of adapting comics to movies yeah yeah what back when when they were like you know what give give it a shot we don't we yeah. don't really you're you're a good director you've here's all the money in the world <laughs> See, let's see what you can do. And he tried a bunch of wild shit that people were not ready for in quite that concentrated a dose. Yeah. And um, it's been very influential, uh, even even if the movie itself is not super well liked. And, and like, I think the, the, the I, th- I think the the first movie I've ever seen that did this kind of shit that was actually successful and everyone loved was Into the Spider Verse. Mm. which is very, right. all about gets away with a lot easier because it's an an, an animated film yeah, but it can do those comic film, book yeah. looks and transitions and weird weird edits and nobody bats an eye you know they weren't ready for it when return of the swamp thing came out <laughs> people were like there, what is this they just weren't they just didn't grok it couldn't, man couldn't handle it there there may be a point it. to mention kind of you know alan moore's perspective on this about you know there are things that you can do in comics that you can't do in film mm-hmm. and we're kind of experiencing that we're like bumping up against like what is what are the limits of the medium like what are things that you can get away with in anime that are people like yes of course that's the look and then you yep. put it in a live action movie and you're like what the hell's going this is, on? This is, this is bonkers. Hold yeah, on. like I am. <laughs> I am watching like a live action Sims movie because it really. Yeah, I mean, it just like we're talking about it with all the the green screen where you would not normally bother with green screen. It's just it's just shot after shot and edit after edit and camera move after camera move that just breaks the rules of live action filmmaking into a thousand pieces. Yeah. And if it's perfectly understandable, if if you are is too distracted by that to follow what the fuck is going on <laughs> i understand i understand this is this is one of those movies like i love it i understand completely why there are people who hate it uh, yeah. because it's a lot but yeah the, all the choices yeah. in it are deliberate like even yeah. down to like i mean if they're doing like effective you know cgi and bullet time and everything in 99 with a mate with a matrix movies and then not a decade later, they're making this, and CGI has advanced since then. But everything here looks like a Dreamcast <laughs> cutscene. 
<laughs> yeah. But it's like, and yeah, that's, shots, that's what we wanted. Tim, like sh- do you want to talk about your favorite Dreamcast game while we're here? Absolutely. But Paul is going to say something. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Space Channel 5? Or, uh, oh, yes. I mean, if, if Space Channel... I'm just trying to f- stop yeah. him from talking about Traveler. Oh, that reminds me. Thank you for bringing up Traveler. Uh, God damn it, Jen. <laughs> no, yeah, because, I mean, if this would be the closest thing to experiencing a Space Channel 5 movie. If only, you know, maybe they can cast, you know, Lady Miss Kier as Ulala. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be on board for that. Um, but yeah, like something as, again, oh, yeah. like candy colored as that video game from the PlayStation, which also is because they couldn't render the back the backgrounds effectively because the machine was underpowered. They basically had like a, a flat, um, you know, pre-rendered background that the characters were projected onto mm-hmm. same story as what you're seeing with the action in speed racer yeah because if and it's, it's this composite background over live action yeah right? and it's it's been like f- probably 20 years since i watched i've watched any of the cartoon speed racer mm-hmm. it's not yeah. something that i would seek out either no same here yeah, it's no, a pretty it's fucking bad fucking show ages. and um i mean you know it's macross or nothing for me <laughs> what can i say and uh tim's a big anime fan just for one anime <laughs> uh well no two um that and akira right yeah and I, i've i've been to the mountaintop and after that point I mean, all the two, the two good animes. Yeah, the two good animes. I mean, Paul is more <laughs> anime open-minded. You know, he, he oh, fucks with a lot a of Miyazaki. A little bit. I love, I love Miyazaki, but like anime is who one doesn't? Of those, anime is one of those things Damn. that I have, I yeah. have a long history of anime heads recommending things to me, Ooh. and then I go and watch them, and like, uh, uh, this is not for outsiders. Right. This is not a way to get people <laughs> into what you're talking about. Like I've had so many, I've made like three attempts to enjoy Neon Genesis Evangelion. Ooh, and that's a I I'm, love Eve, I love Evangelion. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> a like, lot of, I rewatched it on Netflix. And I was like, a lot of people, a lot of people do. I understand that it's it. I understand that that it's not it's not like there's some of these things. I'm like, it's not that I'm not getting it. It's that there's nothing to get. But I uh, there's there is a lot going on in Neon Genesis Evangelion. It's just not for me. Sure. It, ju- it just doesn't hit. And I, I mean, don't, if and you I know don't another um, anime that is just derivative of Blade Runner and its themes. Uh, um, it's more, it's more like it, Well, that's, that one's complicated because it's kind of making fun of other giant robot anime. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's also about depression. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that sounds exciting. I mean, it, any anime that that deconstructs the tropes of other anime is all I'm always going to have a tough time with because I don't know the fucking tropes and I don't care about them. So fair enough. Like, yeah, I, I need I need a movie like, like Speed oh, Racer so that true. tackles the simple things. Like, oh, there's a monkey. Like, did this guy drive fast enough? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, look at when jumping when they jump, they freeze. Then the background goes blurry. That's the kind of thing I can get behind. Yeah, That's yeah like, or something really accessible like Legend of the Overfiend. You know. <laughs> what's what the people like um uh, yeah like well you know i evoked the original show because like i have seen it but it's not um it's not exactly something that i would sit down and watch even if i had the opportunity because it is a very simple show which for some reason was successful on american television but it it had that thing about it which is why i don't like a lot of televised anime in that um you're somewhat limited by the uh, you know the vagaries of production for 
I mean, it's, ama- it's amazing how cheaply produced anime was back then. Yeah, I mean, like TV. I joked about two frames a second, but it really is just like yeah, the, and then, I, like you know, the mouth movement. Just there's like three gestures, and they just cycle among them. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, it's like clutch cargo shit, or like <laughs> um, you know, like the shot in The Simpsons of where Poochie's like, I have to go back to my home planet, and they just pull the animation <laughs> cell, the cell out. like I mean, out it's, of the. It's no joke. I mean, the standard frame rate for anime is 12 frames per second i don't believe it and sometimes <laughs> that drops when they have something that's just like someone talking yeah you just need just to pan up changing shape you know. yeah like if, yeah, yeah. if you want to talk about like shit that a ton of people recommended to you that someone talking but it's the back of their head yeah <laughs> like great if you want to talk about shit that a lot of people recommended to you and you sampled and we're like this is so not for me i tried um i tried watching revolutionary girl utena which is apparently like really important to a lot of people, including the creator of Steven Universe. All right. Well, good, um, good for it. I've never fucking heard of this thing. Yeah. It, but it's, <laughs> it's, um, it's Japanese. Uh, yeah. It's, um, and you know, I'm not hating gender knots out there. You're allowed to like <laughs> Utena. It's just not strictly for me because it does have that like anime television thing where it's like, you know, we are going to animate as little as possible and half of the show is going to be the same yeah. sequence repeated yeah like sailor no, moon shit where it's no like thanks. hey the transformation is gonna take up like a good chunk of it because we don't have to do that fart over again as i as i may have mentioned here before i used to have a job where i basically watched blu-rays to make sure they worked quality control and mm-hmm. yeah and and we did a lot of anime it, uh, by far the majority of the anime i have seen in my life i watched at this job and Sailor Moon was just excruciating because it's it's annoying. Sailor Moon is annoying enough one episode at a time. But when you have to watch six of them in a row, <laughs> mm-hmm. the seams start to show a little Slightly. bit. Slightly. And I have a high Sailor Moon tolerance because like I like those character designs. Sure. I think it's um you know, maybe if you were an American girl of a certain age and you liked <laughs> My Little Pony and all that shit, it's like, ooh, accessories. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I, it's not a good show. It's 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 <laughs> that's another thing where like I understand why it has its fans. I understand why kids of a certain age glommed onto it as hard as they did. But but yeah, I, I yeah. it boggles my mind that there are adults who watch it on purpose. Speed Racer is a little harder to figure out because again, there's not a lot there. Um, if anything, there's less there yeah, than there is in Sailor Moon. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it's 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 not even. Yeah, I I I don't even know what the it's been so long since I've seen a Speed Racer cartoon. I don't even know what happens usually. Yeah, it's and just, I think there's a race, and imagine, he almost loses, yeah. and then Racer X comes in, and then they're like, "Who is Racer, Racer X?" X is like, actually Speed's know. brother, right? Yeah, and then and there's some fuckery going on in the race because, like, I don't, I don't know what like governing body sanctions these races that seem highly. Oh, that would be the w- that would be the WRL or the <laughs> World Racing League. Oh, uh, go, okay. go, go on. It's Vince McMahon, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I'm only I'm I just make the point because of just how chaotic they are. Um, one of the things that I do want to mention is that because we're we're talking earlier about this kind of blowing the doors off of pod the pod racing sequence, which was <laughs> contemporary of uh, the Matrix when that really changed everything for action scenes. And 1999, baby. Yeah, and it's greatest seems movie like year of all it time. Was a very good Fuck year. you, 1939. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, eat my ass, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you, 1962. I still love you, Lawrence of Arabia. 39 ain't shit. Um, but yeah, I feel like in this context, just because the races are so 
uh, absurd. I feel like the Wachowskis are trying to top bullet time with them <laughs> because like you can't just do like a regular pod race. It is a pod race of like gravity defying flying cars spinning and flipping. Yeah. yeah. And it's with like, lots it's like, of cheating. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's like yeah, wacky like races, but like times but, a million. But yeah, but like, uh, yeah, like when if, the, even Mario Kart thinks the, these races are a little reckless. When the beehive comes out, <laughs> when the car throws the beehive full of bees at the other car, it's like, th- yeah. that's one of those Princess things where Peach like, would not sanction if, that. Yeah, yeah. If you've gotten this far Birdo into this, would. if you've gotten this far into this movie and that is what throws you off, like what the fuck else were you not paying attention to? <laughs> yeah, where were you? The this is what we're working with here. This Again. is the level this is on. It's yeah, it's like the pod race. I mean, say what you want about the pod race. It sets up laws of physics for itself mm-hmm. and it follows them. Right. This movie does not give a shit. It don't yeah, matter. We will not nope. be bound by the earthly constraints. Of- no, yeah, cars can kick each other. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. You can just flip a car. You can, like you can spin around while maintaining speed, yeah. bounce off of one wall onto another, just like falling off a log. And then flinging a snake at your opponent. <laughs> Do you think the Wachowskis love roller derby? I, I would not be at all surprised. Yeah. Uh, that seems like right up their alley somehow. Yeah. Because uh, this is, um, that's yet another element of the races in this movie. Is like, I think I said to one, <laughs> I think I said to you guys, I didn't know you could shoulder check a car. Right. Yeah. Well, there's the point <laughs> where, you know, uh, what John Goodman is, is um, doing is what all collegiate wrestling moves against the ninja. Uh, it makes sense. It makes sense in context <laughs> where Jen's like, yeah, this is, this has gone fully like pro wrestling and the movie does have that spirit to it. Yeah. Right. It's more believable than AEW though. Oh, well, the, uh, <laughs> AEW is the flat track derby of wrestling. <laughs> oh, no. You have no idea what you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Well, I don't. I, I have no idea. And what either one of and you I don't care about, to know. So it's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. That, it, that, the rules. The, the sport has rules. Apparently, don't somewhere, <laughs> I don't know what they are yeah, or how they they apply to anything. After we've seen several cars explode into mountainsides, <laughs> then we're back at like a, a a traditional racetrack with only like several corkscrew gravity defying loop to loops. Where there's a point where you know speeds cars grabbed by the um whoever the antagonist is your cannonball taylor yeah yeah and they're like oh he's using the a spear hook right and they're like oh that that is beyond the pale that's too much sir yeah snakes sir, yes. have you no sense of decency <laughs> I, th- I think that i think the the deal is is the the as far as I can tell, the deal is that all the crazy gadgetry happens in the rally race in the middle of the movie, mm-hmm. which is like the poorly uh, officiated it's the, kind of it's wild, basically like a Dubai wild west. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it's, crazy, crazy shit in the lawless, the series of lawless lands. Mm-hmm. It's group B. You're like, why aren't more people dead? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. I asked that myself a, that same question. Is that why a football more? reference? No, or? Group B was um, like rally car racing in the '80s. Oh, where they just head off the road into crowds. Yeah, and yeah. footage of it is absolutely bone chilling because not, not Ben has folders. It's not of this cool. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, you see, you see these it's cars like whipping episode. by like walls of spectators, like inches away. And you're like, no! How did nobody die? It's bonkers. How the fuck? And it, that's yeah. how it feels in this movie. It's a, it's, it's a, it, that. That's like 
there are there are things in this movie that I feel like would make a little more sense if I followed auto racing in the real world in any kind of way. I just knowing what does the this have to do with the real well, world? Just knowing the difference between a rally race and a track race, mm. like I, I I had to like oh no okay one of them's outside I guess <laughs> you know uh, but but yeah and then they and go back the on the track jumps. The only difference between the rally race and the track race is that the track race the cars aren't allowed to have you know battering rams and morning stars uh, yeah. sprouting from their ass ends yeah, but they're yeah. still just crashing into each other and knocking each other off the track and into shit and exploding yeah you, this, you the, just aren't allowed to bring a war the climax of yeah the climax of the thing is is speed racer chucking two cars at once down the road ahead of the, him and they explode before they can cross the finish line and then he's goes through the explosion and then the space time continuum breaks down yeah he goes through stargate he turns into the star baby he (laughs) looks at the audience yeah he doesn't just like cross a finish line he like crosses time and space yeah he crosses something else yeah yeah crosses the blood brain barrier Uh, oh yeah there was some some point during i think the shootout on uh, between the car and the truck early on yes where i was like these are color combinations i have only ever seen in one other place, which is the end of 2001, <laughs> when the the wildly color-altered landscape photography mm-hmm. is going by, and there's the like... solarized yeah. like end sequence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, slit-scan photography? Oh, uh, no. This um, this is this is a, the same section of the, the movie, In the beginning of Head. Oh, right, yeah, the kind of the reverse colors. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. they got in 2001 by... By having one of those like three color technicolor processes, mm-hmm. and if you printed the colors in the correct order, you got a normal image. And if you printed them out of order in any way, you got crazy fucked up shit. And they would just they literally uh, figured out a way to randomize the colors that they used to make sure they were outlandish, and they would they would like like flip coins to see what the colors would be and that's why the end of 2001 looks like that basically they anticipated yeah basically they anticipated photoshop adjustment layers (laughs) right yeah 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 and and yeah there there are parts of this movie where it's it's deliberately doing the like bright red on bright green like Mm -hmm. that color combination that looks 3d to your eye because one of them is jumped Mm-hmm. is just because yeah, of the it, way the human visual field works one of them is jumping out at you whether you want it to or not right it's kind of like there's a there's a particular shot when it is um christina ricci in a violet top at a violet tabletop <laughs> in front of a violet wall and she sits down and i just shout out purple <laughs> like it hits you on that visceral level yeah, the, movie, the movie just squeezed that out of tim he had no control over it at all and we were all doing it for the rest of the movie uh, yeah, I mean, if yeah. you want to talk like you know obscure like or uh, esoteric like visual phenomenon, it's how, how like magenta doesn't exist. It's like magenta is you just don't Whoa. see green. Whoa! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Neat. It exists in this universe, like in this in the universe of this movie. Like, um, Ev- I think only bees can perceive like all the colors of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, Maybe that, those sexy bee ladies like, in like, that one race. Yeah. So much of so like that first that kind of first act of the movie has gone by, and Tim's already very overwhelmed right, and then yeah. there's and then there's that big skyline shot when they're flying into the city and it's like how are there a million more colors here than we've even seen already <laughs> no two windows in no single building are the same color 
this is all right. Yeah, oh, it is. what's happening? Yeah, it Tim is. was on the uh, the verge of an autistic meltdown like throughout the entire movie, and he's not even on the spectrum. It, well, not as that much far. as you try. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you 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 got. I think you got with the rhythm eventually, but, right. but yeah, it was it was. It is a lot to take on. It's a lot. It's 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 From it's. I mean, it really is like it almost causes your visual system to short out like like yeah. a, like a video camera that's trying to shoot a stadium full of confetti or something right just just video, video dropouts are happening in your eyes right because and, and in your mind trying man. to look at too much stuff and yeah and, and compare it to the universe of or the galaxy of phantom menace the star <laughs> wars prequels where it's like all those things are very well rendered by very adept artists working very hard, probably for low pay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, VFX artists. But there's no something union. intensely lifeless about it. Mm-hmm. And this is, I mean, there's not. This isn't. This well, isn't real life either. But there's, I mean, vibrance yes, like doesn't even begin to describe to make it. Real life here, yeah, yeah. And that is well, that is one of the thi- one of the criticism criticisms I recall being levied at it at the time was that it looks just weird that everything is in focus <laughs> and it's like as like your eye doesn't quite know where to go or it's just it's it's off-putting in a way that maybe you can't articulate it is it, it it's one of those rule-breaking things yeah i think this movie is actually really good at telling you where to look but Absolutely. It's, yeah yeah but it's I'm, doing it in ways you've never seen and if you're if you're watching it like un- unconsciously and perfectly understandably mm-hmm. looking for the one thing that's in focus in a shot and thinking <laughs> that's what I should be looking at. You're fucked. Right. Because guess what? Everything's in focus. And yeah. then some more stuff also. <laughs> some things that don't even, have to do with anything. not even in there. You yeah. threw those in too. Yeah. Like, yeah Cause the thing, I feel like this movie was pro. I mean, I can only imagine what like hundreds of storyboards were generated to put this thing together, but it's like that yeah, level boy, of, boy. of care. And you know, every, these frames are extremely well composed. Like I said, there, like, there yeah, isn't... Yeah, it is overwhelming, but it isn't sloppy. Yeah, because even though yeah. you're going in every direction at once during these races, you are still you can still follow them. And mm-hmm. that is a failing of a lot of action-oriented movies these days where it's just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like the like, infamous like 11 cuts for Liam Neeson to get over a chain <laughs> right? fence. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, damn, he sure did jump over that fence. That's how it's, you make it exciting, Or like kids. the editing in Bohemian Rhapsody, which oh, went viral. <laughs> boo. Boo hiss. Um, but I, yeah, but I that's mean, another $10 in the MST jar. Uh, just because you can edit doesn't mean that you should. I think she was just edited to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, this, I mean... But yeah, oh, fuck, but, but fuck, it's so fucking frustrating because like the things that the Wachowskis are good at, they're really, really fucking good at. They are good mm-hmm. at action geography, making sure you understand where everybody is and when mm-hmm. and how the action is moving through the space and which parts of it you should be paying attention to. They're good at. This just just this flowing editing where you don't even realize how much shit is being thrown at you 
and how how much the movie is jumping around in ways that are completely unacceptable frankly mm-hmm. just how dare you it, it <laughs> have, is hard to keep up with yeah though. how dare you have a have a flashback inside your flashback and then <laughs> like not like that opening scene there really it is outside of time there's not even like a part of that scene that is supposed to be the one part we're concentrating on and everything else is a flashback or whatever yeah, but well, i still followed it even though i am yeah. dumb as hell yeah it's like yeah. we've already dispensed with physics for our races. I mean, yeah, they have, they have linear much, linear time. What's yeah. that? It's like why why do we feel constrained by mm-hmm. you know time moving linearly? Yeah, and, and yeah, the, that's just yeah. It ugh. there's so many movies that try to do this shit and do it badly. So many movies that try to do way less complicated versions of this shit and still can't do it badly. Mm-hmm. And I just have I just have such a soft spot for anyone who can who can do it well, even if the result is completely ridiculous, which it sometimes is. I'll tell you another movie that I ride hard for that I am the only one is <laughs> Aquaman. Now there is a movie that big is, Amber Heard fan. There, I'll be right back. That is, <laughs> I have to go now. <laughs> Sound of breaking glass. <laughs> I got to go back to my home planet. PTA is suspended. Um, <laughs> But that's that's a movie that that's like it's pretty you know it's pretty fucking stupid, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it goes as hard as it can at every point, and is really well action directed, which is else. not something that the DC films have done a great deal of. No, uh, not Wait, really. You didn't like the like dark and brooding Superman. Well, everyone knows how how I feel about. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder. Yeah. yeah. Which is it's, not a positive feeling. I mean, I mean and uh, even Zack Snyder's style owes some things to this. Yes. And movies like this, there's a certain amount of the... the Just, the, yeah, going way too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, the over-cranking on everything and the weird kind of time and speed shifting that go on and the comic booky transitions, like... Yeah, it's like you might not be ready for it, but your kids are going to love it. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, say what, it, say whatever else you want about three hundred. It, man, it managed to put some of that comic book shit on screen in yeah. a way that made sense. Yeah, and was followable. In yeah, it did have a consistent, particular kind of look. Yeah, that was, you know, and it certainly. It certainly put across uh, Frank Miller's grotesquely awful politics. Yeah, yeah, it was super <laughs> racist. So yes. it's got that going for it. You yes. know. Hey, Frank Miller. Yeah, because if you are afraid of brown pierced queers coming over yeah, to boy. our shores, <laughs> if you want to make sure manly our boys, men. yeah, if you want to make sure every time a black person comes into a shot, they are going to be dismembered. Boy, is this the movie for you? Right. But uh, another yeah. difference between uh, <laughs> Snyder and the Wachowskis: the Wachowskis have are they are comrades. Their politics are excellent, <laughs> and that like... applies to this fucking movie, which is very like anti business anti-corporate you know yeah. do what you love and fuck the rest kind of a yeah, yeah I using mean, using their pulpit to make the most anti the industry movie imaginable right until you know matrix resurrection well yeah yeah it. that's the thing I, I like the way this movie does it a lot more than that the <laughs> way fuming. that movie does it. right yeah and uh, well you know, I, I mean i you know, but the difference is that this is this is the movie they made about the industry when they were on top of the fucking world, mm-hmm. and Matrix Resurrections is the movie they made uh, somewhat after that. Uh, but don't a forget bit, yeah, that uh, Lily was not involved with Matrix Racer. Resurrections. What? It was Lana. 
Oh, that's I right. Alana without Lily. Oh, Lily. Well, there's your problem. Lily yeah. dipped. I forgot about that. Yeah. What is Alana without a Lily? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, man, I completely understand. That's, that's a, that's a, they've had, they've had a rough go <laughs> in a lot of ways for a while now. I can understand completely going like, you know what? I'm going to go do something else. This <laughs> is, this, uh, this business is uh, mean <laughs> and <laughs> shitty and yeah, yeah, it yeah, kind of yeah, is. Yeah. And I think that, and accounts... it'll only give me money to make sequels to something I made 23 years ago. And I, yeah, yeah, there's a point where you got to be like, all right. <laughs> well, and I think that accounts for, um, you know, of course, this pre-matrix sort of resurrections, but I think that there are feelings about, you know, industries in general mm-hmm. are what make up a lot of the, the story and themes of this movie. Um, you know, Tim mentioned, like, the really grotesque and obvious cheating in right. most of the races. <laughs> yeah, speaking of World Cup. Yes, mm. I. Th- it, you kind of go like, oh yeah, like that's really how For the real. world kind of works a lot of the time, isn't it? Where it's only the most like egregious examples of fuckery, right? It's that like get pointed out. Yeah, it's like we have nominally we have a sport, but the sport exists as a means to completely unrelated ends. <laughs> oh, can we pause for a second? The recorder is exactly in the place where the dog goes usually. <laughs> that's why he looks so worried. Oh, He's oh, like, see. why can't I sit there? Well, that's why I'm petting. I don't his know head. if you can. Can you move it? Yeah, that, just that pull way it towards a bit. Yeah, So just hit the record button. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I'll throw those earbuds yeah. over there. Come here, buddy. There's, there Come you on. go. Don't sit on it. You okay? That's if yes. he were Reggie, he would figure out a way to put his butthole right, <laughs> right on, on the, part the place I am most likely to touch. He would right. hit the record button with his <laughs> asshole. Yes. Yeah. Oh, are you gonna get all? You gonna jingle through the rest of the show? Okay. I put my scent glands right dog, here. Dog cameo yeah. for anybody who's still listening. I wish you guys could see how cute this dog is. I got a really cute dog, everybody. Look, He's, if you want to do a YouTube podcast, we can do a YouTube podcast. Yeah, we'll just have one camera focused on the just dog. The, fo- the photo for this <laughs> this episode will just be a photo of Moose. Just Moose look, in the Mach 5. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Just, <laughs> just driving. Go speed, oh. Mooser. Oh, my so, God. Moose is driving. How moose can this racer. be? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Spritel and Moose in the in the trunk. The question I want to ask is who uses a black light as a key light? Like this this movie dares to to go Lana that, and that hard. Wachowski, that's yeah, who. I mean, because the the just the day glow colors throughout this are intense, ridiculous, yeah. and again something which normally I would fucking hate. I like mm-hmm. uh, I like. A, a color palette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like color <laughs> harmony. I like those things. I I have a really hard time with um, a lot of current art as influenced as it is by kind of um, you know computer graphics and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. you know going all the way back to MS Paint, where it's like, hey, we're just gonna put like lime green next to magenta yeah it does have a uh, web 1.0 which is next to yellow which is next to blue and it's like why does it work in this movie i don't know because it sure should not it shouldn't yeah (laughs) it is not obeying any of the rules of color i think i think i think if i if i sat down and watched it and i looked just for that i would i would find a lot more like planned out color palettes that it from differing from scene to scene than are Im- 
immediately apparent. Like like uh, the fucking desert. There's that orange desert they go through, mm-hmm. and then the Cheeto Desert. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. The Cheeto Desert, and, and then the <laughs> which is which is where <laughs> Donald Trump came from. Am I right? <laughs> I got it. From the Cheeto Desert. Oh, <laughs> two, burn. Vast, two vast and Trumpless legs of stone. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Behold my works. Everyone says they're mighty. <laughs> the, be- the mightiest people yeah, are saying I have, it. I have the best works. You have amazing works. Uh, bye bye, Ozymandias. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. God. So they made F I did it 35 minutes ago. There's people saying that I haven't done it yet. I did it 35 minutes ago. Fuck. What the fuck was I talking about? Color. Yeah. Yeah. I, and and like the purple parts mm-hmm. <laughs> when they go to Royalton <laughs> and there's just a lot of purple going on a bit or when yeah. they're when they're in the, the like they're they're in the car the at the make royalty. at the makeout point and they're surrounded by pink mm-hmm. and it, it's it's it it is it is less <laughs> random and insane than it than it initially looks but they still like they still go for it i i i really enjoy a kind of neon aesthetic in a movie like it made me so happy when Guardians of the Galaxy came out and was just like, hey, remember yeah. red and yellow in superhero <laughs> movies? Right. That was pretty fun, right? Purple and green. We can green. have fun again, yeah. Check this out. It works. It's Colors are neat. Comic books have a lot of them. Let's let's try it out. And uh, Tim, can you think of a movie? Like, I know, I, know I've, I know I've bitched about this where I'm like, why mm-hmm. don't movies use color anymore? <laughs> um... Well, I know there's your favorite, uh, The Love Witch. That certainly had a, an <sighs> intense color palette. <laughs> okay, folks. Like th- we're going on uh, the fifth episode running where we shit on The Love Witch. So uh, that creaking you heard was a can of worms being opened. <laughs> we haven't purchased it yet, folks. Right. We're coming for you, Sorry, Aunt Jen, Biller. you were talking of uh, color palettes. I was speaking of belief. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um... Yeah, the um so yeah, we had that intense color in head. Yeah. We had that at the end of 2001 and you know, Speed Racer, you know, uh, transcending <laughs> when he wins the race. Yeah, cuz I I feel like there have been only a couple of movies recently where I felt like they just went you know, full bore went with, the, with color the color palette where yeah. they where they fully took advantage of what you can do with color on a screen. Well, mm-hmm. they're, they're much more likely to do it in animation these days than they are in anything else. Like yeah. so, so much more. It's just, it's the proportions are so out of whack because you've got, people just aren't shooting shit on film anymore. People are shooting digital, which means weird crushed colors and people shoot with the colors in just any kind of way and they'll fix it in post or whatever and then they don't and then you end up with these gray and yellow movies yes it's just movies that look like they've been filmed from like inside a bedpan the entire time and it's just it's just such a bummer yeah it's like it's kind of that um contrast this where i mean you know they like they broke the knob off on like the saturation button mm-hmm. panel. Yeah, where and I feel like that's kind of a. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm just pulling this out of my ass right now. But I feel like that's kind of a condition of like the streaming era of filmmaking, where it's like, like everything looks everything looks like the new Hellraiser. Just uh, that looks like 
really like clean and sterile, but like yeah, where you're like yeah, we're gonna see some fucked up shit because it's fucking Hellraiser. You're expecting something like Hellraiser two, and then you right. got like Sandman on Netflix. Yeah, it's very um, sanitized. Don't I get feel. me started on Sandman on and, Netflix. Uh, we'll and, be here all night. Yeah, and as someone special three part episode, and as someone who really enjoys the Sandman comics, a lot of great artists did mm-hmm. very fine work. For those books, like you wanted to see something you visually see that lush, again. Mm-hmm. and instead you get a movie from a streaming mm. service. Mm. I mean, yeah. I yeah. Tim and I just recently God saw. Damn it, Wachowskis! We we you know we what treated you on un- you know what is a colorful and wonderful movie that is brand new that was originally going to go straight to streaming is Glass Onion. Yeah. Oh yeah, another movie which you were um, enthusing about. I. I adored that movie he was cackling folks we, my, my wife my wife and i adored it my uh my wife is not as into movies and the church of the cinema as i am but she has fun but she she's she, a normal person she yeah she came to this thing with me and, how'd you land her paul there was just <laughs> i don't know <laughs> still trying to work that out but there, there was just at some point in the middle of this movie of glass onion where she just leaned over to me and went this fucking rules and she never does that she didn't just does not react to movies that way and i was like yes yes it does it's fucking great and it, i'm so glad i got to see it in the theater because ugh, meanwhile a, a i only just hmm. got around to seeing nope well we saw it in 70 so you know we got that going for us uh, and for free which i was yeah, like that's all that's all i, <laughs> I was like about. i i would be an idiot to miss this right it's there it's there for the taking. Why not? Nope did do some interesting stuff with color. Mm-hmm. I will. I will hand that to Jordan. It, you, it used it on, in a purposeful way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. You don't think of Nope and think like a vibrant color palette, but it it did shit on purpose. It didn't just film in yellow and gray because those are the easiest colors to do. It's like okay, we're gonna. Well, there's also gonna be some blood. And here we are in the nighttime, and here, here we are inside the thing yeah, <laughs> where that was color free. starts That's to get real weird. R.I.P. Like, Michael Wincott. Yeah, yeah that is Aww. a Beyond the Black Rainbow kind of color palette. Everything uh, is like really movie. like orange and saturated and unpleasant and oppressive. <laughs> yeah, a movie in which an orange hoodie from the Scorpion King set was very important figures prominently yeah. is like the yeah the the hero's journey garb at the end yeah it signifies that he's that he's gonna be okay <laughs> we're all gonna be okay <laughs> yeah it's, it's wild and it, it, yeah there's, and there's just not a lot of them not a lot of them being made like that and the marvel movies are very colorful but it's a mess a lot of the time right especially these days because they're not paying people to work on them anymore and they're not giving them more than eight hours to finish any given shot yeah Uh, and the thing about to wrangle if you're if you're trying to go that hard on something yeah it's just they've they've got they've gotten outside of the the pipeline where they could keep track of stuff like what's the color palette of this movie scene by scene. <laughs> no, that costs money. No. And that's, that's the kind of, that's the kind of thing that animation has no choice, but to pay attention to because they, they have to build the whole movie up from nothing. 
Right. So they can't just they you can't just shoot animation and be like, "Hey, we'll figure out the colors later." <laughs> no, not how it works. So that's that's No, you just you yeah. just draw in the line work and then you worry about it later. Yeah. Um going back to Nope, um while it was not a movie that I loved, like a lot of other people did, I think Tim and I were both like, eh, "It's fine." It, it is a sort of an ideas first movie. It's a Big old bag of really interesting ideas. Yeah. Um, but I am glad that I saw it because, um, again, half handed to Jordan Peele for actually tackling interesting topics. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of, you know, much like Speed Racer, just swinging for the fucking fences. Like, yeah. I'm going to make a movie worth that, <laughs> uh, where the antagonist is some kind of Wayne D. Barlow creature. <laughs> Um, and I'm going to tie yeah. that slash neon Genesis Evangelion. Angel. Yes. Very influenced <laughs> by Evangelion, by all the angels. Um, and I appreciate that he touched on topics like the black experience in Hollywood. Um, he could have done a lot more with horse facts, I feel. Well, as a horse girl, oh, Jen, well, of course. Well, well yes, they said obviously. that KK, that, you know, Michael Wincott called KK Palmer horse girl in that movie. I was like, is she? <laughs> like, she says she's mad about the original jean jacket, but it's like she doesn't seem interested in any of the other horses. Right. Well, I think he calls her horse girl because that is the only context in which he knows right. her. <laughs> so I was just like, hey, Man, horse girl. How, how horse, wonderful right? was it to see him again? Yeah. He was so happy. That it, was, I loved that the, fir- the first time, they, the first, the, he wasn't in the initial trailers. He showed up in like the second or third trailer they put out and I was like, sold. Yeah. I will I mean, drink I've, that man's bath water. I'll follow him anywhere. Yeah. I mean, ever since like, because, you know, my first, uh, exposure to Michael Wincott was the crow, and from that I was like sold. Yep. Yes. I think I will follow this man into hell. I think we broke her. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Quick impression for you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I. It's I think rock I, and roll. It's Bertolt Brecht. I'm really blown away, guys. <laughs> I would love to get you into a studio like immediately. <laughs> yeah. But I think I I think I drove us right off the corkscrew track. <laughs> I'm right. Up yeah. This, what were we? What were, I mean, it? I know oh, yeah, that colors and the uses of them. It's and a fugue state. There, I, I mean, I know that planning uh, a lot of the chase scenes in Matrix. Um, what Revel- Matrix Reloaded? Reloaded. Yeah, they were using like a lot of Hot Wheels cars, <laughs> and I think that in this, they're just like same thing. But you know, it's just. It's what just, if the Hot Wheels was the right. thing? What just if we were just figuring out what real cars could do and we just f- sold real cars to fuck off? Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> like, like there isn't the only real car in this movie is the Mach 5 that you see him sitting in. I don't think there's a single shot of another actual <laughs> physical actual prop car. car in this fucking thing. It's not about cars, Paul. It's, yeah. Maybe. It's about family. Maybe during. The- oh, just like Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe, maybe during, during that, that scene where he's getting, he's he's walking to his car past all the drivers who are glowering at him from their cars. And there's like the guy 
spider-manning on top of his car for some reason like because that's what you do when you're limbering up for a race is stand on your car's roof that's what i do uh, before i get into my mazda he just does that to dominate the car you know it's it's a car you gotta, fax you gotta, you gotta mount it yeah so it'll respect you yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like working with any kind of wild animal <laughs> yeah I th- going I, back to no yeah i i think i think like the things about this movie that 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 don't work for me that are that are frankly bizarre and i can't believe got through the system that is set up specifically to prevent things like this from getting through <laughs> are all all the things where the wachowskis are clearly like we got to make this a kids movie <laughs> what a what a kids like we we know us two childless adults who yeah. spend all our time on movie sets. We have a pretty good idea of what children want in a movie, and sometimes it they do that, and then sometimes and that is stock manipulation, <laughs> <laughs> corporate buybacks. Oh man, look at subterfuge. All, look at all this candy. But first, <laughs> how to uh, leverage? First, let me explain the puts to you. To yeah, good God, the the, I mean, I, I love the monologue Royalton gives about about the crazy stock deal that that went down because of a planned crash in the Grand Prix. Yeah, um, MVP of the movie, Roger Allen. Yeah, yeah, but but that that particular section of section of exposition or whatever sails by because it's him doing it, and yes. you're just like, mm-hmm. I believe whatever this guy is fucking telling. Oh me. yeah, <laughs> like, and I mean it yeah, doesn't right, fucking crash, matter uh-huh. anyway. Like the yeah. um this the ins and out of stock trading like however however they tanked eli Lilly's stock on twitter doesn't matter right yeah <laughs> you know like the rules kerfuffle at the end where it's like oh speed shouldn't be able to get into this race but he can with this card that this lady gave him right yeah doesn't like, fucking matter doesn't, doesn't matter <laughs> it just it showed up to move us it's, to the next scene it's yeah, fine it's, it's just it yeah they just spend in the in the middle section of the movie they spend so much time on the corporate intrigue <laughs> whose only result is to get the lady from the Togacon family to give him that invitation. Right. And that, that, that's all, that's all that, that's, that, that's all that we needed. We didn't need all of the t- corporate takeover stuff, Yeah, which even as an adult, I have had to watch the movie more than one time to <laughs> fucking figure out what is even going on in that part of, of that part of it. And I can't imagine what a kid thinks they're, they're playing with their matchbox cars. They at are, that point, they're the, kid, the kid is playing with their the parents table. phone. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's not the yeah. big sleep. It's a movie about a guy <laughs> who needs to race the fastest car, the fastest. That's all you need to know. Nobody cares that the big sleep doesn't make sense. Not a lick. It doesn't. It does not hang not, together. There's no way. To, there's no way to explain the plot of that movie. Yeah, and you the, don't give a shit. The sleep isn't you even don't. that big. That's that's my problem with it. <laughs> Tim's like, just yeah, focused on Lauren Bacall. Yeah, like the, the, the things in the, sleep. The things in Speed Racer that are that are easy to understand are the things that are actually crucial, which is the emotional relationships between everybody. The the things that people are like working out between each other and with themselves through the process of this crazy sport. That's the thing that the kids can, can grab, like, grab a hold of. Uh, well, I don't know. More I than the yeah, stock buyback yeah, yeah, scheme. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and like, I think, but especially anybody teenage or older is going to understand like the scene where pops 
says, tells Speed Racer he loves him as opposed to the scene where he got all mad at his older brother earlier in the movie. Right. Like, like that is so crystal clear and such a like genuine and emotional moment. And that, that stuff, that stuff lands like a ton of bricks and because it needs to, to keep you emotionally involved. Whenever, whenever I hear, whenever I hear mm. people talking about how plot holes wrecked a movie for them, what they're, almost always really saying is that the movie failed to engage them emotionally so they had too much extra time to look at all this other shit that's a good way of putting it you know like like i don't, I don't yeah if you I have time for your mind to wander on this stuff you aren't yeah engaged yeah with yeah the story uh, i don't really i don't understand why frodo and sam are such good friends i don't I, I, and <laughs> that just that just didn't work for me and also why didn't they just give the ring to an eagle why does why did the eagle just fly it in? The- I mean, a whole culture that just hasn't heard of shoes, really. That's I don't know. What's their like, like your problem? Like? Your problem is not with the fact that the eagle could have carried the ring to Mordor. The problem, your problem is the fact that you don't understand friendship. That's your that's your deal. <laughs> Sorry for you. I think a strength of the movie, and maybe on the flip side, a reason why a lot of people weren't on board with it, is because um, it it isn't just that it. You know, like on, you can have like a really simple opinion and be like, well, you know, it really like captured the feel of the cartoon. I mean, yes and no. <laughs> it kind of blows the cartoon completely out of the water. Like it does take it as a jumping off point where they're like, you know, we are going to have kind of staccato dialogue, um, you know, f- uh, flat two dimensional imagery and parts, things like that. But you know, that is just a starting point. Like, we're going to build an entire universe where the whole world gives a fuck about this one race, which might, which is probably fixed. Yeah. I mean, if you, well... It would be like if, if the entire world cared about WrestleMania. Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, FIFA, like, soccer, football, sorry, Paul, uh, is, like, you know, that's just played on, you know, a green rectangle. This is, like... There are jumps and scaffolding and explosions. Why wouldn't everyone in the world love this sport? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no. This is spectacle like writ said, large. Like we said during the thing, there's no part where the center passes to the wing and then the wing back to the center in this movie. They right. don't have time for that <laughs> shit. They are, they, oh, they yeah, are, they're, they're calling time. They are, yeah, yeah they're, 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 there are no nil-nil ties in the world of Speed Racer. <laughs> right. Well, most You win or you die. <laughs> most importantly, no penalty kicks. <laughs> Unless it's a car kicking another car, <laughs> which they have apparently figured out how to do. Uh, yeah, it's it's God. That's such a weird objection, though. Do you um, I you I know that you've talked a lot about this movie over the years. Oh yeah, you you have bent a lot of ears. I'm sure. <laughs> Made a um, lot of people sick of my presence <laughs> due to how much how many thoughts I have. I mean, second, hey. second only to Avatar in the amount of friendships that have ended because <laughs> I wouldn't shut up about. Look, it's an elegant 2D system. It's just two six-sided dice, and everything is based off of that. <laughs> they crucified Jesus. <laughs> they, they crucified him. Uh, let's see. Siri, roll 2D6. <laughs> <laughs> um what are some of the other objections that you remember people oh, having to this film I, I just that it that it looks ugly and insane i think yeah is it is too one. much like working from too little like 
speed racer of all things. It's 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 a lot of visual language to have thrown at you. Like you watch you watch the Matrix, and the Matrix is a pretty fucking normal looking movie most of the time. There's like a little. Um, a little yeah. visual flair to it, it. It works its way up to it. Yeah. By the time it gets really crazy, it has gradually built up to that point. Speed Racer just dives the fuck in. Gives <laughs> gives you no time to acclimatize to what it's doing. You 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 got to hold on or you fall off. And it, that's that's people are not used. It's a lot like a race itself, people, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't got to keep up. You don't. Yeah, you don't start a race and everybody goes real slow and make sure everyone <laughs> else is keeping up for the first couple laps and gradually increases speed. You just go hit the ground running, you fucking yeah. hit it. And uh, yeah, I, I can remember exactly one of the only things I remember about our first pot addled attempt to view this movie <laughs> is the exact moment where a lot of people in the audience turned on the the movie visually it's that shot where he runs outside to find rex leaning on the mach 5 and it's the first like just exterior yeah. standing outside shot and it looks completely insane yeah you're like, like i'm watching the sims yeah 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 like yeah. the sky is the wrong color the things in the frame are not the yeah. size in relationship to each other clouds are ivory be. white everything's in focus yeah weird yeah, force perspective what am I supposed to be clicking utter, on watching this? Utter scene? artificiality and yeah. no and and it, people 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 kinda like I could hear people in the audience go, ugh <laughs> when, <laughs> when that shot came up and I was like, I get it. It's fucking fucking weird. Yeah. It's and based yet, on a cartoon and it's gonna continue to be a cartoon. Mm-hmm, and yet mm-hmm, many of the this, entire time. Yeah. And yet many of those same people will accept Obi-Wan Kenobi going to a space diner to talk to Dexter Jetster. I well I those people's opinions it. are not valid. I mean, I know all opinions are valid, but those are the, not. Those are in, yeah. yeah. Those yeah. are incorrect. Incorrect. Yeah. I think people I think people fucking bend over backwards to defend movies that they like because they saw them when they were five. Yep. It's fine that you like you liked it because of that. That's a valid reason. Just admit it. Don't try to tell me <laughs> Attack of the Clones is a good movie. Yeah, like know works. yourself at least yeah. that well. Like it, t- it took me a long time to come to grips with the fact that, for instance, Return of the Jedi is not a very good movie. It's not. <laughs> it's kind of a fucking mess. People are saying this. It's <laughs> But you know, it's People got say the people you the like greatest doing Jedi, stuff. but I don't see it. Uh, Folks, yeah, yeah, it's bad. Luke Skywalker, he's a loser. It's 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 <laughs> like yeah, it's it it's the beginning of everything we don't like about the continuation of Star Wars. Just the going back to the well. We're going back to Tatooine. We're going back mm. to the Death Star. Yeah. We're and we're going back to people not really having the same accent from one scene to another, uh, <laughs> occasionally that kind of shit. And because I first saw that movie when I was six years old, I was like, "Yeah, you, don't you all go it. fuck yourselves. This right. is amazing." And yeah, that I was, movie was so important to me when I was like thirteen. Yeah, yeah but if you're yeah. like a teenager going in to see Star Wars at the time, and then being fully an adult by the time return of the jedi comes out different different deal yeah different you, bag you can entirely. see the seams like yeah said. and and yeah and it was but it wasn't it took me a long time it took me until like i don't know my 30s before <laughs> i really took a 
cold hard look at that movie and some of the other movies that I that I loved from around mm. that time being like okay how much of this is actually good and how much is did it just hit me right in the cerebral cortex because of the age that I was when I saw it I am very jealous of any like 7 year olds who saw Speed Racer when it came out cuz that's <laughs> man that's a hell of a thing to plug into your mind <laughs> Uh, just it's, yeah, un- we're gonna get another Timothy Leary out of it. Yeah, I'm I'm jealous of that that family that I saw it with the second time mm-hmm. that were just having just having a good ass time, just an uncomplicatedly good ass time at a crazy movie that had a little something for everybody. Is honestly, that too much to ask. It's you know, it's fucking fun, and I. It's too bad that people get so turned off. By some of the things on the surface, and some of the some of the more boneheaded decisions that it makes in a couple of the things that it chooses to focus on, like the, the whole stock deal and shit, that's needlessly confusing. That they didn't need to make that confusing. It's just, a shame that that stuff turns people off to a movie that I think that I think is very sweet and nice and um, works for the most part wonderfully for me i feel like i just straight up do not understand what people will respond to about movies a lot of the time (laughs) it's okay you know it's weird it's weird like there um and i know like um i am i am the hater of the podcast um but i am the hater of the podcast you're a very bitter (laughs) person jen yes but um And I often will not vibe with movies that a hell of a lot of people vibe with, which um, it does make me consider, hey, maybe I'm fucking wrong. It's happened <laughs> you, before. You need to drop that attitude. That is negative thinking, Jen. <laughs> Just kick that shit to the curb. Negative thinking. Think, Think positive. positive. Stinking thinking. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Howdling. Um, <laughs> so- is that robot done yet? <laughs> We're going to go to bat for Rotor now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Please, please do. Cullen Blaine was a a visionary. It's a multi-layered plot, and those layers (laughs) do not fit together. Yeah, people said said Malignant was a mashup of genres. Well, have I got the movie for you. I got a movie which doesn't even know what the fuck it is. Right, yeah, just improv straight through. Um, But yeah, like I don't, I, I tend to not get why people like the movies that they do movies that really succeed because the film industry is such big business mm-hmm. um a lot of times i'm just like you know what it's it's not for me you you all have fun this is one which i don't i and you know maybe i'm just you know gonna sound like a stupid studio executive or something like that like this seems to me like it's a sure thing you know, families can see it. There's a lot going on on the screen. It's fun. It's got a monkey. Yeah. I don't understand why people do well, not vibe with this. That's movie. the thing is that, like you can't you can't know what's going to work and you know what's going to hit and what isn't. Like that's that's still like the roll right. of the dice. Yeah. I mean, like I've, in the game Traveler. I, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I I think honestly, I think a big part of it is if this move, if this exact movie change nothing else about it but it's not preceded in the filmography by the three matrix movies i think it is less of a turnoff to people because this mm. this was just such a wildly just orthogonal move for them after 
everyone was expecting them to just be like, all right, the, these are our sci-fi action yeah. directors now. These are our genre guys who are gonna gonna crack open all sorts of crazy shit about society mm-hmm. and you know we just want to do like you guns, said a movie for us guns and kung fu and shit and this movie has guns and kung fu and shit but in the goofiest possible <laughs> way in the silliest combination in the most comedic scenes it's it i think yeah in I an think, anime way i think it it was just too much of a it was just too sideways from what everyone was expecting from them yeah, maybe um, there's so much about the Wachowski's career, which um, so many swerves mm-hmm. in that career. Yeah, um, not just from the cars. <laughs> um, just yeah. drifting endlessly. <laughs> and I mean, I know that I'm like, um, like, it isn't just that their movies kind of like swerved and, you know, that they were, yeah, they were making big, crowd-pleasing blockbusters which but which kind of had like oddly subversive themes if you dug deep enough Mm -hmm. i mean certainly that's true of the matrix trilogy um there are definitely subversive scenes there are definitely subversive themes in this movie they're very um it's very anti-corporate like Yes. Let's let we're gonna tell you we're like you know we're gonna tell you how the world really works. Yeah, it's 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 very it's, much it's, in, it's a theme worthy of James Cameron. <laughs> right. Another. <laughs> oh, don't you be careful, motherfucker. <laughs> well, Tread that's yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's Watch someone else who is working <laughs> at like the highest levels one can achieve in a medium, but is kind of doing like and you know choosing I'm not, to use that. The, yeah, choosing to use that access and that budget to say, this system is fucked. Yeah. The and system that provided me the resources to make to this movie this. is fucked. Yeah, and um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it to um, our friends at Chapo Trap House to um, <laughs> elaborate on Avatar and anti-imperialism or whatever, because I'll, I'll just say... Um, I hear it's bad. I'll just say it's, that's, that's another oh, one, which Avatar. is maybe not for me. Um you got if you if you guys want to talk to Paul about it, just hit him up. Like I'm am, sure he would love to talk to you about Avatar. I am always anything. available twenty four seven. FaceTime me. We got mm-hmm. the Paul any, phone. Anytime, any place. I am ready to deliver my TED talk about <laughs> why Avatar was as successful as it was. Not Paul not be- even like why people should like it, just why people did like it in the droves that they did. Um it, yeah, uh, it's and it's but yeah, it's a, a lot of the same messages in this movie. A lot of the same, a lot of the same kind kinds of things to say, and it's kind of an anti cynicism. People just yeah, 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 yeah. You know, just like be true to yourself. That's, that's the just other where what you dig. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, like, well, that that's the other difference between this movie and the Matrix, or at least the way the Matrix was perceived at the time. The Matrix was perceived. I think wrongly as being cool. Yes. Like super cool. Like, Oh, I'm above all this. I'm, I know how the world really works. So I'm above and outside it and it a, doesn't affect take me. the red pill. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Hence the misappropriation of the phrase. Uh-huh. Take uh. the red pill. <laughs> Cause we all know where that went. Yeah. That's great on Twitter. That exchange where it's, you know, Elon yeah. Musk is like, take the red pill and, 
what Lana, was, Lana Lana's was like, just, she's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, because it's, <laughs> like, it's like, what's her name? Fuck Trump both of you, I believe Thank is what you, she queen. says. Yeah, and she's like, I already have done. She's like, fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> Love her. Love them. Yes. That, oh, that um, like there's a line in, in this movie where, um, you know, Pops is angry at Speed for lying about going on a ski trip with Trixie. Mm-hmm. Instead, he goes to drive in this dangerous rally car race so he can help overturn the cartels that are ruining racing. Yes. The cartels. He's a stronger man than I am. They thoroughly explained adequately introduced cartels. It it don't matter. (laughs) It don't. It It really don't. There's a gunfight on a truck. (laughs) Yes. There's a gunfight between a car and a truck. The car has a gun. The truck has a gun. Who will win? Exactly. It is the it is the, it is the thickness yes. of an animation cell. It is. It does not matter. Yeah. Um. And Pops is like, what can you expect to change? He's like, you doing this is not going to make a damn bit of difference. But Speed has a belief that his actions can make a difference, much like you know Neo in the Matrix. Like once he takes the fucking red pill, he starts to see all those lines of code and shit. Like, you have someone who understands the system and is motivated enough to try to dismantle it, even mm-hmm. in the face of overwhelming odds. Yeah, yeah. Speed finds out how the world really works, and he is stricken with despair for a little bit. But then he comes back, he's like, fuck you all. I'm yes. going to I'm going to rip this thing down from the inside. Yes. And like, yeah, and that, yeah, let's like, like what Neo, Neo yeah, Neo, Neo does not uh, react None, none of the characters in the Matrix react to the knowledge of how the world really works with, oh, cool, we're above it now. We're so much smarter than these people who don't. They're like, oh, shit, we got to we gotta do something about this. We can't be the only people who know the truth and yeah. can see the world the way we see it. And, yeah, that's, that's like, that's like the, the, uh, the meta real-world tragedy of the movie Speed Racer is that it was like, their last best chance to say exactly what they wanted and it landed like a fucking lead balloon (laughs) and they were never given that kind of freedom again to get as weird as they wanted and even 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 when they were people just weren't on board with it no one knew what what to do with it i would love to know (laughs) i would love to see some of like the Studio notes, if any, for the movie Speed Racer, <laughs> what was being what what they were being pushed back on, and what this what Warner Brothers just stood back and was like, you guys know what, you do whatever you want, right? You made us you made us a fucking billion and a half dollars with these Matrix things. You go have uh, yeah, fun, yeah, yeah. Make your little movie, and, and like they they clearly they spent a fucking fortune on this thing. They clearly thought mm-hmm. they had something here for a while. And I think it was it pretty got, late late in the game that they that they sort of gave it up as a bad job. Well, like like Speed Racer, I think the Wachowskis were just way too fast and far ahead of the rest of us. <laughs> Shit, we weren't ready. Yeah, we were not ready. Oh. And there 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 are things that no other movie has tried besides this movie, which is that are probably it's probably wise that no one else has tried them. But there we, are other, we tried other, and now we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are other things that that they they took a crack at that that people have been steadily refining for years until, like, like I said, we have things like like Into the Spider Verse and on the uh, you know, lesser 
box office successful spectrum, the Scott Pilgrim movie and things like that. Oh, we should talk about that one. Because, I mean, you know, not just the fact that Edgar Wright is, I'm sure, cranking himself off watching, watching Speed, Speed Racer. Racer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah, like Scott Pilgrim, I mean, I'm not a fan of the Scott Pilgrim, what, manga? Comics. Comics, yeah. whatever. But like watching it's the like, movie. Um, it's like home, uh, Homestuck. It's like, ah, this is not. I am not part of the audience. For I like I like I liked it okay, but, yeah, but I, I was not one of the fanatics about right. it. Yeah, not a fan of what um not John Cena. What was that kid's name? Michael, Michael Sarah. <laughs> I was close. I said wow. I confuse those two all the time. Wow. John Cena is Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I said you I'm not a fan. You won't believe John Cena is Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael Sarah as John Cena just pumping iron just, just Michael getting C- swole Sarah story just oh another season God. of Arrested Development but replace Michael Sarah with John Cena <laughs> <laughs> and just like everyone just plays it off the, oh, the entire the entire run of Arrested Development everything's the same except it's my, it's John, John Cena, Cena. Of Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see that coming <laughs> oh boy but it, yeah having watched it I'm like this looks uh, it is less um uh, maximalist than Speed Racer, but it does, it, at least from what I know of the comic, remains faithful to the original material and even has like all the fun little Easter eggs and just like um, sort of magical realism things that are yeah. um, like abstractions presented as metaphors where you're like, okay, I get that it's not real, but I know what they're saying. <laughs> And like that, you can appreciate. That, that, they're at, they're, it's it's it looks like it's really happening. It doesn't matter if I'm supposed to believe it's really happening or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I definitely appreciate it on that level because I think you know Edgar Wright is going for that. Where it's like, why can't we put this in our movie? You know, it, it's you know the metaphor of a one-up. Sure, that doesn't mean anything, but it's <laughs> it's narratively significant, and we'll put it in. We'll just leave it as it is as a video game reference, and those who know know. And we just kind of move on with that being a part of our narrative. That's part of our established world. I sort of feel like... That movie seems... I feel like Paul in the way that like I feel like that is unf- movie's unfairly maligned. And oh, I'm not even oh, a fan absolutely. of it. Oh, absolutely. I understand... It's the only time I've thought Allison... Um, not Allison Brie. It's the only time I've thought Brie Larson was hot. She's well, yeah, there you a fucking go. smoke show in that movie. My God. Um, and I know she's like half my age in that movie. Don't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this the Scott Pilgrim movie, I think, is fucking great. But it also seems to have been made and aimed directly at dudes our age. Oh. I'm talking down to the year. <laughs> like, like this, this, this is some generationally specific shit. Mm. And I understand why it resonated at, you know, Comic-Con with, right. with a bunch of other mm-hmm. dudes our age. And then when it was released to the rest of the world, the rest of the world was like, what is, what is, what is this shit? Why is this, what, yeah. why is this man like this? This isn't, this isn't what people really do. <laughs> Gen people X shits like the bed again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, but I feel like, um, only having seen parts of, of Scott Pilgrim, so I can't speak to, I can't, I can't give you guys a thumbs up or thumbs down on it, but. Gen X got two movies. We got Reality Bites and SFW. (laughs) Oh Christ. That's unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah. That was it. That is damn unfortunate. And they're like, you're done. Don't forget singles. Singles. Huh? Singles? Okay. Anyone? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Boy, oh boy. But, uh, having seen parts of the movie 
And um, thinking of it in terms of movies like Speed Racer, where there's kind of like an extraordinary visual leap forward Mm -hmm. in what is being presented to audiences, Mm -hmm. I feel like most of the time, stuff like that is a hard sell to audiences. Like a lot of times they're kind of like put off by the... um, yeah, they're like, like don't make me think in this movie. And our, our other reaction is, this is just too clever by half. This movie right. is this movie mm. is too in love with how weird and and yeah. jarring it is. Yeah, and um, I mean, I know I've I've certainly fucking fallen vic- victim to that. Being being the hater that I am, and had and I've had to kind of screw my head on straight and be like, wait a minute, I just was not picking up what they were laying down. I just did not. <laughs> Kind, I did not watch this in good faith. Like I, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I you're, try you, to see it from the point of view of the filmmakers. Like, what, what, like, engage with what they're trying to tell you, rather than being like, well, t- let's see how you fuck this up. This isn't the movie I would have made. Well, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's why you're going to see what someone else made. Yeah. So yeah. the person in the audience. Well, it's like that time that you know one of one of my disastrous meetings with um, any of my. Uh, any any artist that I admire, like you know that <laughs> argument that I got into with Chris Ware, <laughs> but it's like I I can appreciate like him not needing my advice because I understand which side of the table I'm on there, <laughs> but still I'm just like dude like yeah I don't know cheer up. <clears throat> <laughs> I would pay a thousand dollars to watch you walk up to Chris Ware at a comic con somewhere and be like why can't you just. Write something nice about nice people. I, you you hey know, man, Paul, why don't you, you, that why don't is you a, go for a walk, do some yoga. That, that is about how it went down. Because even like, because <laughs> the other thing is like, even like it, it gets worse because it was um, because I'm, I'm trying to be like, you know, you don't, I, I don't know, like. Because even like his agent was kind of like taking my side of it, where it's just like you know people who care about you care like when you're unhappy, but like you know he like puts his hands up like don't shoot, and even like you know afterwards like I you know I kind of you know let him off the hook, and he's like well you know sometimes people are just the way they're gonna be, and I'm like all right fair enough, and I'm like okay well you know thanks for the poster, and he says something like and he's like yeah they like uh you know we're damaging shipping and you know so sorry about the corner i'm like stop apologizing and he's like again like a deer in headlights he's like don't don't hit it's <laughs> so so funny to think about tim being the one trying to cheer someone else up <laughs> that is that is bottomlessly hilarious to us in our little group here right yeah, yeah. Even you know, even know. even Moose looks pretty cracked up right now. Yeah. He's just rolling his little dog eyes, just like, <laughs> come on, man. Damn, dude, you really fucking said that Chris. <laughs> yeah, right. I can't even see in the full spectrum of color. Edgar, Edgar Wright has yeah. me blocked on Twitter. Did I tell you guys this? <laughs> what did this you happened, do? This happened years ago. I was an asshole. All I it was Work. like, is is. I'm not anymore. Right. Ever again. No. But yeah. This, uh, years ago, I, Mitch I was... Hedberg. I, I just, am now, but I was then too. <laughs> I used to be an asshole too. <laughs> yeah. No, I made I made some some remark that was that was intended that was that my dumbass did not realize how this would come across as an insult. But I was like, Ed, Ed, Edgar Wright probably has to have like the greatest like. 
the most wildly disparate artistic success to financial failure ratio of any of any living <laughs> filmmaker. And like I and like I, I tagged him in it. Like, you know, a real <laughs> nice, smart guy would do <laughs> right. with a remark like that. So fucking stupid. I'm so jag off you've never met. Yeah, Let me yeah. tell you and how so I feel about had, your work. He has me blocked and I totally get it. Yeah. Uh, but it's tr- it's true that he's made some fucking amazing movies that have not really not gone over financially as well as they should have. I think Shaun of the Dead did really well and it's yeah. been diminishing returns from then on. And, that is and that's not that's one of my favorite sh- films. I'm a big Shaun proponent of, the, of Hot Fuzz. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. I like Hot Fuzz a lot better. I, I like, love Hot. I like. Fuzz. I like Scott. I like Scott Pilgrim the best. I think. I. But Hot Hot Fuzz is Hot Fuzz. He's really in his element. It's real. It's hot. Yeah. Hot and and Hot Fuzz is. That's another thing about how I'm not a horror guy. Mm-hmm. So Shaun of the Dead is dealing with a lot of tropes that I don't. Right. Really, no, well, whole fuck. I don't fuck about. with zombie movies. Well, I mean, so. that's all, that's yeah. all fine and good, but like, I'm I'm watching Space, like the two seasons of that, mm. and he's like 25 when he's making that, it's and just like wild shit. Mm. It's, well. it's it's pretty yeah, it's pretty fucking impressive. But yeah, Hot Fuzz, he's he's going <laughs> after 90s action movies, which I'm like right there with you. Yeah, yeah, you got you got some jokes about Point Break. I'm here to hear, <laughs> here to listen to them. So well, let's do so it. So well executed, really. But yeah, Timothy yeah. Dalton smiling in front of a Jen, portrait I'm, of I'm, himself smiling. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, that's so good, Jen. I am shocked that you haven't seen Scott Pilgrim all the way through. That so, seems weird. Seems like something you would have seen a long time ago. Well, I remember yeah, when I remember when it went down watch. a storm at <laughs> Comic Con. Um, mm-hmm. and you're like well time, I don't like this well no at the time people like this Ew. yeah not my cup of tea yeah. well sort of because like everyone like people would not sh- fucking shut the fuck up about Scott Pilgrim <laughs> and I wasn't I'm not a Scott Pilgrim I'm yeah I'm not okay. I'm not a comics person and I'm like, ah, you know, like, I'm not, like, super into this. It was and, kind of everywhere, and yeah. I could see that being overwhelming. And I will say this, like, that's that's a little bit of an unfair, that's a lot of an unfair take on my part, because why not engage with the work on its own merits? But, you know, hey, maybe I'll come to it late like a lot of other people have. Yeah. Sometimes, like Speed Racer. Sometimes the audience for something can turn you off to it. <laughs> right. And right. you, you, the, you have to wait until they calm down and go away. What is the Gandhi can... quote? Like, I like your Christ, but not your Christians. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't judge an artist by his fans. Right. Um, yeah. Well, it's yeah. okay. You have to be like really like genius IQ to watch Rick and Morty. Uh, oh. Speaking of Tori oh, Amos. God damn it. Ugh. Yeah. Why, why Tori Amos when we have Kate Bush? It, there's another question. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry, Scott, Scott Scott Pilgrim. I'm trying to remember how I even first heard about it. I think I I don't know. Scott I Pilgrim. read I read some <laughs> bloggers or something who loved the comic book series, and the people. It was one of those things where people either had never heard of this comic, or they were fucking obsessed with it, and there was just no <laughs> in between. And I think I think I might have started to read one of them, and I was like, "This is black and white, and it looks like." what is the big deal here? <laughs> what, are, what are we, what are we doing? And I just never thought about it again. And then the movie came out and it tells the whole story in two hours instead of five fucking books. And I was like, this way to do it. This is, uh, this is all I need. <laughs> this is, this is the concentrated dose of this. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, yeah. just the good parts. 
I don't know. Yeah, I think I think Scott Pilgrim's failure was different than Speed Racer's failure. Like I said, I think it was aimed at such a specific generation of people who like had AOL mailboxes and played <laughs> Game Boy Color. Uh, Rocking. Yeah. Whereas Speed Racer, I think it really was the style of the movie that people were just not. People were just like, Ugh, ow. Ow, this it's hurts like me. It was an anime. It continues to be an anime. Still, yeah, it delivers what it promises. Yeah. It does what it says on the tin. Although I, I guess it would have been about. Japanimation. Japanimation. Probably, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Remember when we said that like it was the thing that anyone said? <laughs> we might as well have said Nipponimation. <laughs> it's like for all the usage of the real word. Uh, God. I just... I Times just, change. I still refuse to say anime. Anime. <laughs> that's, nev- that's never happening. Like that's for the kids to do. I am an otaku. <laughs> um, I say hentai. I ask for hentai. I like tentacles. Um, I just I thought like of turtles. that. I just thought of that one meme with like the the super rad eighties kid in a super rad eighties bedroom, and it's like that is super. This rad. kid rules. You will never be as awesome as him. <laughs> Man, like certain certain movies are like that. <laughs> Where it's like, if you think this meme is funny, because maybe you wanted to be that kid, <laughs> maybe you'll fuck with this movie. Right. Um, but I have found, in my experience, I see more people online going to bat for Speed Racer than not. And it that it, I see a lot of people who are like, yo, why didn't anybody, why didn't people like this movie? This movie's fucking sick. It's great. That's that's I'm I'm glad that there are more than just because there are certain certainly movies out there that I am the only person I know who defends <laughs> it at all, and it's it's nice it's nice that it's finally in a belated and not financially lucrative fashion <laughs> finding its audience and finding its people, and I th- I think yeah yeah people people who just stumble over this thing without any of the baggage that it was carrying when it was originally released without being the next movie from the matrix guys. If you're just a seven year old and your parents rent this for you, it's like, this is colorful. Yeah. Sit, watch this. There's a chimp in it. There's a chimp. As as a follow up to the matrix, I think, yeah, Polly, that, that seems to be the biggest that fucked with issue that fucked with people's heads. Yep. Yeah. Sad, really, because the Wachowskis <laughs> have gone to so many different interesting places and, you know, they have failed as much as they've succeeded. Um, if not more. So, uh, next point. episode, Jupiter Ascending. Cough, cough. Sense 8. I assume I'm on that one as well. Cause you, boy. Yeah, you're, Jen and I will leave and you can record a Jupiter Ascending episode <laughs> yourself. <laughs> I'll do all the voices. It'll be great. Um, uh, yeah. Is Jupiter Ascending about all those people getting killed at the Wild West show from Nope. No. You wish. <laughs> that was a joke I'm, sh- that didn't really I'm work, shutting but... this down right now. <laughs> no, um, no sale. Yeah, nope. <laughs> yeah, uh, Speed Racer. I feel like you you enterprising people can get a copy if you want to. It's out there. It's didn't we have trouble cuz we could it wasn't streaming for free anywhere. I don't know. I think I think we I think that's why you guys <laughs> came know. over to watch my Blu-ray <laughs> because we couldn't we couldn't find it except we would have had to pay to rent it, which I just steadfastly refuse to do if I can possibly right. avoid it for anything. I, th- I thought it was kind of a Wu Tang album situation where Paul's the only one who bought this movie on Blu-ray. <laughs> he he paid one point five million dollars for the only hard drive with a copy of Speed Racer right. on no, it. No, I paid I paid twelve dollars. 
It was it was the only copy, but I only paid twelve dollars. That's all they wanted. <laughs> well, after I saw it, they printed out one Lana, of these things. You get six. <laughs> well, after I saw it over the holiday weekend, first dollar gross. I I acquired a copy. Acquired a copy of it. Ob- obtained. Yes. Mm. Um. I received she a got a VHS copy. Yeah. Is what she's nice. saying. It's the only I paid 1.5 million for the only VHS copy of Speed Racer. It's panned and scanned, which is unfortunate. I mean, you know. But um Victory, what the fuck a pan and scan version of this would look like. But the is plastic is still on it, so it you know it holds oh, some value. Fact, yeah. Very good. Um yeah, you know what? Go check this one out. Um and you don't even have to be altered to enjoy it. Just I, move actually, on I, these fucking visuals, I would, man. I would recommend it not being altered for the first time you watch it. It is a bit it's, much, it's, yeah. It's a, it's, a tad, it's a tad excessive. Yeah, watch it but, once. See it if you like. Yeah, this movie um, brought to you by uh, the, the world's pinkest pink. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you, how you guys categorize your movies at the end, if 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 at all. But yeah, this this definitely falls into the you should check this one out category In, as, as opposed to listen to this episode, but don't watch it. Right, <laughs> which I think you guys have done some some of before. Yeah, I think this one is is definitely worth a watch because I feel like the the Wachowskis were really like on another fucking plane of mainstream filmmaking. Yeah, they did it. Yeah, we we said we're making a speed racer movie, and we're making the speed racer movie. (laughs) Like it's going to be unmistakably. Yeah, you can't get any more. How much more speed racer can this be? And the answer is none. None. (laughs) How much more speed racer can this be? (laughs) How much more is there more speed racer that this could be if it was more? It kind of starts at ten and maintains that pace. So, yeah, you have to get caught up. Yeah, it, like that first half hour is rough. Jump on, yeah, and keep up. If and Nigel yeah, Tufnell got an amplifier that went to twelve, <laughs> well, it's one louder, isn't it? 